If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to get more, maybe you want to get bonus episodes, maybe you want to get episodes early, maybe you'd like to join monthly video hangouts with me, Jeff, and other fans of the show, the way to find out how to do that is to go to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. You're the plucky hero, and I get to be alone. Please start with me dying, and I don't like that. I don't mean to rain on your parade, Jeff. I think that's exactly what you mean to do. Yeah, I do. This is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Jeff, dreams. Mm. What are they? What are they about? We just Uh, talked about sleep not too long ago. What? uh, It's the dream. Yeah, we did talk about sleep recently. Dreams... I mean, based on our sleep discussion, I have to reorganize what I think dreams are because I yeah. just thought they were sort of a processing, a, a working through of anxiety through the day, a, a trying a, the brain kind of reorganizing things and putting stuff into its place yeah. and trying to figure the out- The defragmenting what, of the day's information. Exactly. What stays, what goes, what do we think of it? Yeah. Um, and also, am I naked? And also, am I, also, why are my teeth falling out? <laughs> yeah, I get that one all the time. Do you really? All the time, the teeth falling out thing. Or the, like, in my dream, I, like, my tongue feels the loose tooth. Mm-hmm. It's really super loose, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it doesn't actually fall out, it's just super loose. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> do you think, uh, do you subscribe to the theory that that dream is, has something to do with, uh, I think that one is, like, stress or mortality or something like that? Probably. Yeah. I mean that you get those dream journal thingies and they tell you, you know, loose tooth means, yeah, it means you, 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 you were guilty of something. You yeah. Have, you have guilt and you're there. You know, if you see find a, you out or if you see a cat, it means this. If you see, yeah, if there's a unicorn. If there's a unicorn, you're a replicant or maybe not. Maybe they retcon that entirely. Well, I have seen that movie, but I won't tell you. Okay. I won't tell you. Oh, I'm so fucking hype. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I can't, (laughs) how dare you? Um, so that's not, that's not real. He wasn't really spoiled. He wouldn't do that. Jeff wouldn't do that. I would never do that. Don't add us. Uh, dreams, everybody. Here's the deal. Uh, there are a lot of those dream journal guides. There are a lot of apps. There are a lot of things that will tell you what the symbol of your dream means, Jeff. Yeah. They sell those in the bookstore right next to the, uh, the bookmarks that have the like big long tassel that yeah. has a lot of fur on it. And so like a reader has lived a thousand lives. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like that sort of thing. No, you haven't. <laughs> You're very well read and that's good. And that's good on its own. Uh-huh. Don't convince you don't yourself. To- don't convince yourself into thinking that reading is a one-to-one replacement <laughs> for actual life experience. Right. But, don't do that. But reading is good. Reading's great. Reading's, that's enough. You have not lived a thousand lives. <laughs> what does your dream mean? Uh, well, Here's what's up. The CEO of one of these dream interpretation app companies. Have you used a dream interpretation app? I never have. Or no. a dream journaling app. No. I've, I've used a couple of them. Have you really? Yeah, I mostly, here's what's up. I used to have every night, crazy, vivid, narrative, beginning, middle, end dreams. Mm-hmm. Little movies of dreams, like yeah. all the time. Then I hit the age of about 17, 18, did a lot of drugs. Okay. And you destroyed that part of you. A lot of drugs. I do not dream very much anymore. So when I do dream, accomplished. Uh, when I do dream, I like to get it down. I get like it, to like record it, like record it in some way, because normally my dreams have some sort of, some sort of image or thing or like little, little kernel of an idea that I like. I like dreams as sort of like, 
oh, here's what my brain is trying to tell me I'm interested in. Right. Or here's an interesting idea that my brain came up with. Yeah. My um, brain is super interested in my, loose teeth. Yeah. Loose teeth. Like, what is that about? Maybe yeah. we write, maybe there's like a 12 book series in that. <laughs> uh, but I don't really subscribe to like the symbolism theory. Okay. Um, but these, this, so these apps, they're just there to, to record. I mean, is it some of them are notepad? Is that the app? Yeah. Some of them are just like (laughs) journaling. Like uh, some of them are just journaling and you can see other people's dreams, which I always think is very interesting. People can Mm. publicly share their dreams or, um, you can look up specific symbols that are in your dreams than hearing somebody else's dream. No. When somebody's like, Hey, I I had a dream. Buckle in for the next 15 minutes of this podcast, everybody. (laughs) Uh, the CEO of one of these dream app makers, Chris, Ufair, uh, he made the dream interpretation app. You dreamed and dreamed. Yeah. Very intense. And here's the difference between no, it's just, it's true. You dreamed. No, you dreamed. You dreamed. Okay. I did. You dreamed. No, I know. Yeah. Can I fucking deal with it? Can I tell you what the dream was? Is that how this works? You dreamed. Fucking deal with it. I didn't dream. This is like Abbott and Costello (laughs) on PCP and I don't like it. Um, (laughs) That's really the name of our show. Yeah. (laughs) Abbott and Costello on PCP and I don't like it. (laughs) Parentheses. You're not going to like it. Uh, The purpose of you dreamed is not to give you a one-to-one. Your teeth are falling out. So you are stressed about this. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there is no way a symbol in a dream can be universal. Says who? Says rational thought, But isn't that the whole, like, isn't that whole, the Freudian thing? Like, isn't that like the the descendant of of, uh, Jungian and Freudian psychology is like, there are these universal things that we all feel that manifest in our dreams and you can interpret that in very concrete ways? Sure. Uh, that is the theory, but new thinking is saying that is not true. So let's say mm-hmm. this, new thinking. uh, we see a dog in a dream mm-hmm. that probably means something very different for you and me. I have a dog. I love a dog. I love pets. Right. Uh, I, I, ext- I, I fucking love dogs. I think dogs are the best. You, you fuck and love dogs. I fuck and love dogs. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> Not in. It's just the wrong order. That's my my only issue with it is Don't, that you should love them first. Hey, that's a very traditionalist way of thinking of things. <laughs> and stop being so uptight. Sometimes the love comes later. Okay, right? you just fuck your way into love. I get um, it. you are not super into dogs. You're Correct. not into animals. I don't own one, no. That's they right. have a different emotional core meaning to you. They're just trying to knock my teeth out in my dreams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With, with punching bags and boxing gloves. <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, so why would you and I both seeing a dog in a dream have the same meaning and have the same symbolism to it? Right. Because it references different... It comes from a different place of reference for us internally. Yeah. You're saying. Yeah, I get that. But... I think the the counter argument to that has always been that dreams exist in a in a place that's sort of uh, symbolic anyway. So the symbols are, I guess, you know, not related to individual yeah. experience. But isn't that sort of ascribing a, a sort of uh, spiritual or metaphysical quality yeah. to dreams? Yeah, and I think people do all the time. Yeah, and I think <laughs> people do too. And because dreams, dreams by their nature. The, exp- the the sensory experience of a dream is magical. Right. 
I am, it seems, yeah. I right. am I am flying. Yeah. I am running down an endless hallway. Yeah, not connected to the physical properties a, of the it's world. It's a boat, but it's also my apartment, but I'm in school and it's fourth period. <laughs> right, Right. Yeah. It's dreams. I knew that person, but I've never seen them before in my life, but I yeah. knew them. But I knew them. Yeah. This is all very interesting. Get it down in your dream journal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so because they feel that way and because they are sensory experiences, you can see and hear and touch and smell. It's like another world. Yeah. So we give them this spiritual and metaphysical thing. Right. What they found in you dream is there certainly are themes. There are things that come up, but they think that they have to do more with commonalities of our daily experience than they do with like a universal, uh, spiritual symbol. So like, we are all like a lot of us dream of like being up in front of a big crowd because a lot of us do. It's a common anxiety. It's a common anxiety. Right. It's, it's not necessarily it's a, it, that it's a universal symbol. Right. As that it, I don't have dreams about being up in front of crowds. Right. I don't have them because that's part of my job. I don't have them. So like falling. And it's a right. part of my job that I enjoy and I don't hate. Yeah. I've never had a dream about that. I have dreams. I, I have dreams about serving coffee at Starbucks because that was a job that I did not like that very right. much stressed me out. I always have the dream of, I mean, still even today I have the dream. Like I didn't get all my credits to graduate yeah. or, you know, I, whatever, or there's a test tomorrow and I didn't know about it. Or the one I have a lot too is I don't know my lines for mm-hmm. a play and I have to walk out on stage and I don't know my lines. Yeah. And I get, you know, I guess, you know, that wouldn't be a universal metaphysical thing. It's a, it's just an anxiety that's unique to me because I've been in that situation but 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 I think there are these other things, right? Like falling or mm-hmm. uh, loose teeth or w- w- whatever it is that I th- I think probably point to not just a specific individual experience. Yeah. So part of what uh, U Dream is doing is they are they are collecting all this data from people's dream journals and and the symbols, selling it to advertisers. selling it to advertisers and making a lot of money. Yeah. And it's uh it's like that Futurama thing where it's like. What is the, like the rocket ship underwear that they sell in dreams? <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to sell you your dreams right back to you. Just sell them right back to you. No. So they're taking these demographics and they're analyzing the language of these dream journals. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out like, not just that you dreamed about your teeth falling out, but they also want to get the rest of your dream journal entry and figure out how that makes you feel. What else is going on in your life? They're trying to draw these conclusions and these connections to figure out what these symbols mean to what percentage of people. It's almost like what OkCupid is doing with dating data. Mm-hmm. They're doing it with dream data and they're trying to figure out what the demographics of dreams are. This seems like an inherently flawed exercise because you have unreliable narrators. The guy who wrote or girl who writes their dream down, you're inferring a lot of stuff from a patchy remembrance of this moment that was surreal to them anyway. I just feel yeah. it's just very... I don't know. I, I don't trust any of this. Yeah. Well, I mean, and what they, what he will tell you is that they are finding general things. Mm-hmm. He's not going to tell you that they've locked down the absolute meaning of dream symbols in every situation. But you know, he's like, look, we have found commonalities. We have found themes that keep coming up. So one of the things that they're finding by breaking things down more into demographics mm-hmm. is that these symbols kind of definitely change and grow depending on who the person is, how old they are. Mm-hmm. And they say one of the first things that you got to do is break this down by age range when you're thinking about common themes. Yeah. I got to really worry about <clears throat> those 18 to 24 year olds. That's yeah. really the, the prime dream. How do we sell them? <laughs> no, but uh, so children, he says 
Children dream about animals all the time. Children love animals. Children love animals. It's like all they dream about. Pets, jungle or zoo animals, farmyard animals. Yeah, yeah. What does the cow say? Uh, yeah. In my dream, it says, roar, and in, I'm going to eat your face. Yeah, in my dream, it says, you're ill-prepared. <laughs> yeah. And we all know it. Even me, yeah. the cow. <laughs> I am oh. clearly one of the dumbest animals. <laughs> and even I can see that you are ill-prepared emotionally and physically for what is about to happen in your life. Oh. And then the cow melts. Yeah. That's not good. I think it means that uh, something good's going to happen. Mm. Uh, promotion at work. <laughs> promotion at work. <laughs> uh, animals in dreams drop off radically as we age. Because we give a shit less about animals. We don't. I think it's because our kids, life, our life doesn't have as much to do with animals as right. we get older. You're not constantly being asked what the cow says. Right. You're not playing with animal themed toys. Right. You're not being shown animal video. Well, animal videos are very big still. You know, what's <laughs> funny, Anthony, I'll be honest what? with you, not to get off on one of those classic Carboni tangents, mm-hmm. but having a one-year-old, it, it has occurred to me how odd it is that we are so fixated on teaching kids about farm animals. Like <laughs> why? <laughs> what, what knowledge, what use is that? Knowledge kid, you need to kid? know how to make change. Yeah. You need to know. I'm constantly uh, asking my kid what the fucking cow says. Why is that a a core piece of knowledge that he needs now? I need to start teaching my kid like what the parts of an engine are. (laughs) Exactly. Like, hey, kid, here's how you build a computer. Yeah. Not what does a cow say? What does an investment banker say? Kid, which way do you put the ram in? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's bizarre that we. What does the investment banker say? Diversify. (laughs) He's right. He's right. Right. Remember that's that. That's my kid. Um, no, it's true. Like there's very, it's very rare that like my kid will uh, like, it, my kid's not stupid because he doesn't know what a, what a cow says. It means my kid hasn't grown up around cows. It's Stop fine. asking him a, a meaningless question to him. That is a question that bears no fruit in his life. Yeah. But uh, as we, as we get older, animals drop off mm-hmm. and, uh, and we start to you know, dream only they... about dogs and cats, like domesticated pet animals. Oh, right. Cause that's what we're around. Cause that's what we're around. Right. And dreams they say have to do with just basically a mix of the things we're around all day dreams are so and the situations we're in they're so and that's it come on dream come on dream reach be you know come on step outside of yourself for a goddamn second dream uh so some of the commonalities that they have found um they found that 22.6 percent of all dreams in their database are caused by an internal conflict okay so an emotional conflict, a, a crisis of conscience, something I mean, like that. This is dream journal stuff. This is the shit you buy in the bookstore next to the fluffy bookmarks. Uh, 21.3% are caused by an external tr- stress or pressure. Okay. 20% are just caused by something observed recently. And a, a, like an event or a thing. It's like, I saw that dog. I saw a dog and then I dreamed of dog. <laughs> uh, 19.8% are motivated by relationship concerns. Mm, boner dreams. And then 16.3% are familial concerns. Okay. I think that's really interesting. Do you? Because it seems kind of, all right. Is I mean, that, is that what ex- you expected? Other than the exact percentages, which, okay, what what is 20% versus 32% fine? Yeah. But, I, I mean, it's like, those are all of the things we deal with. It's no different to me than saying where we started this conversation, which is, Hey, it's my brain dealing with all the shit during the day. It's like yeah. internal stuff, external stuff, family stuff, and relationship stuff. Yeah, uh, but I think it's. I think the point is that it's not as it's not as exact or specific. 
yeah. as we would think. It's not that like we found out that all teeth dreams are about mortality. Right, right. We, we nailed it down. I think it's interesting that I would have thought that a higher number of dreams would be about external stresses. Mm-hmm. Like things that you have no control over that stress you. Like I would have thought that would have been number one rather than internal sort of emotional stuff. Okay, but let's let's take a concrete like, example. Because I, I have like a like a, uh, a disproportionately large amount of like work dreams. Right. But uh, let's, okay, so let's take my, my example of not knowing the lines to a play. Yeah. Is that external? Internal? I mean, you could argue either of those. Is that- Yeah, that's true. You know? Well, unless you actually had a play coming up. Right. No, it's, maybe most it would the time be, it's like, I'm not doing any, anything like that yeah. right now, but I'm still dreaming about You're it. You're still dreaming about it. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's, that's really weird. It's interesting to think about. Um, How, wh- let me ask you this question, Anthony. Yeah. What would you say generally your percentage is of positive dreams versus negative dreams? Oh, great question. Thanks. Great question. I would have to say that the majority of my dreams these days are simply weird. Really? They don't make you feel good or bad either way. When I was younger, it was a high percentage of nightmares. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I had a lot more nightmares than pleasant dreams. Hmm. Um, And that's when the drugs started. And that's when the drugs started and they never stopped. No, um, but I did have, I did have a good amount. uh, I, I did have good dreams as well, but I think that the nightmares either made more of an impression on me or happened more often. Hmm. Uh, now it's honestly just like, just weird. If I was to like explain my dreams to you now, it would, it would be like what I was talking about before. It was like, it was, it was a boat, but it was my house, but it, my mom was there, but it wasn't my mom. It was right. Gilda Radner and Gilda <laughs> Radner was like, it's time for flying lessons. And yeah. I was like, what? And then there was a dog. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like yeah. I, they're just kind of strange now. Well, that, what about you? I used to have a lot of, positive dreams which is actually worse because i would as i would wake up and realize that it wasn't real and get so bummed out yeah you know like i would have a dream where i'm about to host saturday night live and i walk out on stage and it's awesome and i wake up and i'm like oh i gotta tell everybody that i'm gonna be on this saturday in this weird stupor of like between awake and sleep and then you're like oh no oh no that's just what i've always wanted and fuck i'm a loser because <laughs> that's never gonna happen <laughs> you berate yourself over yeah, good dreams like, fucking dream just like jacked me off your, for two your minutes. dream fucking punked you you totally did uh yeah no i have uh yeah i i they're just they're just odd and nonsensical uh whereas they used to be like i said they used to be very narrative focused like i would have yeah. beginning to end dreams like uh, I did well in class and I got to pick a, a surprise out of the surprise box. Like my, one of my teachers used to have like a little surprise box, but what I didn't notice is right next to the surprise box was a monster box. <laughs> and I opened the monster box and I let monsters loose in the school. And the rest of it was like us trying to run from or fight monsters <laughs> right. until we got out of the school. Yeah. And then my, but they would normally end with a twist. So like I get out of monster school, you know, I yeah. escape me and my, me and my best buddy, we escape and we're laying on a hillside and we're talking about how crazy it all was. And then it turns out that my buddy was bit and he was a monster and he oh. kills me and nobody got out of monster school. Well, I like that and you're, they, you know, you've got at least like a three act structure and always a three act structure. Interesting. Always from third person perspective. Interesting too. Yeah. Yeah. Mine are often from third person perspective as well, which is weird. Is it? It seems, it seems very odd that your brain would do that. 
But why I do wonder you feel if it like is. it's actually happening to you if you can see yourself? Yeah. That doesn't happen in the real life. That's the weird part of it. But I wonder if third person perspective is more common. Maybe. That's, the, that's, that's more of the question that I had. Was I like, can answer it, you dream. You dream says, uh, fuck what? you, Jeff Kanata. Is what they said. They ran the numbers and, mm. and shut the fuck up and just enjoy the numbers that we've run. It's so it's really intense. aggressive. Yeah. It's you really, dream. it just Oof. keeps going back to this, yeah. this like, how aggressive it is. Yeah. It's fucking PCP. Get it. <laughs> um, no, it's interesting. Like, uh, the most common anxiety dream for children is being chased by an evil human, animal, or monster. Yeah. Monster school. That tracks. Monster school, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but by adulthood, it's taking tests, being naked in public, being unprepared for work. I've never had being naked in public dream ever. Nope. And I've never had, uh, I mean, I guess being unprepared for work is my version of that is not knowing my lines to a thing. Yeah. Um, but I've never had, I've never had standing in front of people because I don't have a problem standing in front of people and talking. So that wouldn't make any sense. I, I often have the one where I'm trying to get to something and I can't, mm-hmm. I can't get to that thing or I open the book and I'm reading it and I can't. And I've often thought that's just my brain having a writer problem. Cause my, I feel like I'm in my, in my dream. I'm like, okay, well I'll just fucking go there. I'll go around the corner. And my brain's like, Oh fuck. I don't know what's around the corner yet. Yeah. Oh, you can't get there. You can't get there. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what that is. Yeah. The hall, the hallway that keeps getting longer. I yeah. used to have that one. It's like, Oh fuck. I just can't figure out what's at the end of the hallway. The more, yet. You, the more you try to scream, the quieter your voice gets yeah. like that kind of dream. Uh, one of the things that you, you is trying to say, uh, uh one of the things that Euphoria is saying is a goal for them now that the app is primarily in North America is they want to see if these uh, these symbol these symbologies and themes continue cross culture. They want to they want to oh, open right. this up worldwide and see if everybody has the the running away from a monster and screaming right. dream and everybody has the naked in front of a crowd dream yeah. or if that's a particularly North American type of dream. Yeah. Um. So I think that's really I think that's really interesting. Uh. You're One, naked in an elevator, but in the UK, you're naked in a lift. Right. <laughs> you're naked on the left side of the road. Right. And it's like, oh no, I'm supposed to be naked on the other side of the road. Uh, something that I do think is interesting. Uh, I, I, I do want to see where all this data comes from and, and what kind of symbology they find as they start like getting more across cultures. Because mm-hmm. I think it would be fun to see if we could prove how specific dream symbols get. Right. And why. Like if everybody's putting in there, this is what happened at work. This is what happened during the day. This is where I am in my relationship. And this is the dream I had. That would be kind of cool to see if like, so you think if it all lines up pure data collection thing that everybody should be doing this. You, you, in your, in your dream, <laughs> you, would, you would want everybody to, to be contributing to the database. Yeah. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm part of the app that I can't remember the, the app that I have now, but I'm you probably, dream. but I'm probably going to switch to you dream. Uh, after reading this but it, this episode uh, sponsored by you dream uh, sponsored by you dream go to sleep you dream by you dream go to sleep by by you dream you dream um just because i like the idea of collecting all this data and comparing it um but one of the things that i do love is like the outliers that they have the str- the dreams that have oh. no are you ready for a couple of these yeah. i want to i want to end it with a couple of these um one user wrote i dreamed a ball's circumference would determine the college my daughter would be accepted to <laughs> And we were anxiously waiting for a phone call about the radius. Nerd. That's yeah. That's what that one means. My arm was a fork and I couldn't bend my elbow. And the only way to eat was with the fork. That was my arm. Nice. So you can't get yeah. the fork. Edward fork hands. Um, 
and the, they're saying like there are a few of those that are highly individual and show no patterns uh, but be, if awesome. users share them and make them public you can like see them and like yeah I don't know browse dreams browse dreams I think that's so cool yeah I think that's cool yeah I don't know what we learned <laughs> We learned that it's uh, tiring to think about dreams. Yeah. Hey, you know what you should do, guys? What should they do? If you enjoyed the show. Oh, I enjoyed the show very much, Anthony. Okay. Jeff. So what should I do? Just sit still and be quiet for a second while I talk to the audience. Mm. Uh, doesn't sound very fun at all. Audience, if you enjoyed the show, what I want you to do is head to iTunes or Google or wherever. Where do you listen? Where does a kid get a podcast? And hopefully dream. not on the streets. No. I hope you're getting an approved legal podcast. I can't condone that from from official sources uh, that won't make you sick. Yeah, because you, you never don't want know. A podcast cut with Oof. anything? No, God no. That's the thing. You never know if a podcast is like cut with. Could be baking soda, but it could be bleach. You never know. You know, not until you try it. That's why you need to get it from an approved source like mm-hmm. iTunes. And while you're sure. there. Give the show a five-star rating. Hey, that would be great because actually people help. It helps us. It helps people find us, helps us find people. We get helped. You get helped. Everybody gets helped. Yeah. The main way we get helped is the more reviews and five-star ratings we have, the more iTunes surfaces the show and sends it to other concerned citizens. They're going to ask you to write a review. You don't need to do that. Don't do that. Instead, think of iTunes as your dream journal. Yeah. Just write down the last dream that you remember as a review of our show Give us those five stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Just, Don't review the dream and give it the number of stars. No, 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 no. Just five ramble stars. on about your dream. Hell yeah. As our review. Thanks for that. <laughs>